Okay. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. Coming to you all the way from Ireland. It's Andy Byrne. Hey, 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 guys, and welcome to Tipperary for another session. And um, just for something different, I'm actually live on TikTok at the same time as live on Podbean. So whichever way you're joining in, um, you're more than welcome. I am um, just to remind everybody, because I know that some people have to go and they come in and, and out, but you're more than welcome to stay. And the replays are always put up online afterwards. So you can access the replay of the previous sessions on um, Podbean, on Spotify, on Amazon Music, and um, hopefully, and unless I've got the email and I haven't seen it, uh, it's supposed to be live on um, Apple iTunes as well or Apple Podcasts. Um, I've been waiting for the email to come in, but I do have 16,500 unread emails in my inbox. So please be patient with me. I'm just firefighting on a daily basis. So I see there's a lot of people coming in on um, TikTok and thanks guys. I'm just streaming my um, podcast live while I'm on uh, because you know what? I don't have time to do both separately. So I thought I'd put them together and do them. So the first thing that I wanted to remind everybody of, and I have put it up several times, is that my webinar on Sunday um, evening. So it's nine o'clock Irish time. So for those of you in the States, that'll be... I think 4 p.m. Eastern time. And after that, I'm not really sure. But if you go onto my Facebook page, it's in the events and all the different time zones are on there. And I was putting together um, the content and the slides for it there over the last couple of days. And let me tell you, you're going to get a lot of value. Okay, so it's a bit like um, a masterclass for anybody who's um, starting out in their mediumship journey, anybody that wants to bring mediumship more into their everyday lives. Okay, so um, do join in if you can I promise that I am going to give a lot of value that I normally charge a lot of money for so you're going to get a lot of it okay so um where are you listening from guys let me know where you are I know we have Celtic I will Lauren in a little while yeah I'm going to do some readings tonight um I like to give a little bit of value on the podcast and then we're going to maybe do some readings after that so Lauren is in Scotland thanks for joining I know Celtic Taro is here from Dublin um so we've got oh and Rock is in Kinsale the Rock the Rock <laughs> is in Kinsale so a long way down from me so welcome. Um, so I'm sure, especially people that are on TikTok, you probably haven't heard my previous um, podcasts, but I do try and teach a little something on every single podcast. And uh, we were talking last week about the different ways that mediums connect to spirit. And I call them the clears of mediumship because they all start with clear something, right? You know, they're clear audient, clear sentient, clear gussy and all those kind of things. So um, I explained all of those seven um, last week. So as I was saying to you, the replay is available on the um, on Spotify, podcast, Amazon Music and hopefully on um, Apple podcasts as well. Um, it's been submitted a couple of weeks now, so hopefully it's on there. And hey, Mary, I see you've just joined on um, Podbean as well. So you can, I'm just explaining to people, Mary, on TikTok. I'm live on TikTok also tonight. Um, I haven't been using it an awful lot recently, and I probably should use it more. Okay, so tonight what I wanted to talk about, I know it's night in Ireland and it's probably not night um, <laughs> wherever anybody else is from, but it is after 10 p.m. here in Ireland. So I wanted to talk about 
the difference between a psychic and a medium. Okay. And it's one thing, and I'll be honest with you guys, I've, you know, I've been connected with spirit since I was, well, I can't even remember a time where I didn't connect with spirit. Um, and I didn't know for a long time myself the difference between difference between a psychic and a medium. Um, my grandmother was very much psychic. My great grandmother was both psychic and medium. Um, I know there's not a lot of people out here probably from Tipperary, but she was a very well-known um psychic medium in Tipperary and especially in the village where she came from in Dundrum. Um, so it was something that I learned. I suppose I probably learned it as a teenager, to be fair, but I know that a lot of people get mixed up. And to be fair, I see a lot of mediums calling themselves psychic and a lot of psychics calling themselves mediums. And, you know, um, I guess that, um, you know, not a lot of people know the difference, but they are actually two very, very different energies. Okay. So, um, let's start with psychic because I really believe that a lot of people are psychic. Okay. I really do believe that your psychic is your like intuition. Okay. So let's start at the beginning and I explain this when I'm on stage and I say it to people, okay, a psychic reads the living and a medium reads the dead. Okay. So a psychic is someone that would read you. Okay. They'd read your energy. They talk about what's going on in life and what's coming up in the future. Okay. They can also read your emotions. Whereas a medium, I say just, a medium just talks to spirit. Okay. A medium brings through. I think I always say to people, think of a medium as a translator. A medium is telling you what your loved ones in spirit are saying. It would be the same as if somebody came into the room here now and was talking Italian and I had to translate that for you. Not that I do speak Italian, but if I did, I would translate it for you. So a medium is just a translator. They're giving you information from the spirit world. Did I enjoy that lasagna? No, I didn't like the lasagna. I'm sorry about that scream doll. Um, I do like a bit of lasagna though. Um, so yeah, so um, a medium is just a translation. I say that just loosely, but you know, someone who's a medium, just a medium. Um, and I know in the States, they call them evidential mediums or psych or uh, spiritual mediums a lot. They just talk to spirits, whereas it's the psychic that reads your energy. Okay. Now a good psychic can mistake themselves for a medium as well. Okay. Sometimes people read things from your energy. So the psychic just connects to your aura. They read you, they get feelings from you. Okay. So, you know, a lot of people go into a medium reading and they think, right, I'm not going to give anything away. I'm not going to show any facial expression. I'm going to keep my arms crossed and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you're just blocking your energy. Okay. Um, I said this, I was interviewed on Canadian television when I was touring over in Canada a few years ago. And I said this on television and I got a lot of backlash from a lot of mediums, but really, or should I say psychics? Well, both. Um, you know, when somebody comes in and they're nervous or they're, they're determined not to give anything away in the reading. So their energy is very closed. So if I want to open up their energy, I might have some crystals on the table or um, as well as that, using things like a crystal ball, a deck of tarot cards. Um, you know, I've seen psychics at different places that have held on to people's hair, you know, or their hand or whatever it might be. Those are all ways to distract the customer. Okay. That's all they are. The psychic is reading your energy. They're not necessarily reading the cards. They're not necessarily reading your tea leaves. They're not necessarily reading, you know, your palm, but it gives you a distraction. And once you're concentrated on a deck of tarot cards, or if you're concentrated on, you know, a crystal ball, then immediately your energy is wide open to be read. Okay. It's just to break through that barrier that people put around them before they come in for a reading. Okay. Everybody says, I'm not going to give anything away. I'm not going to give any answers. We don't want that. Okay. I prefer not to know anything about the person that I'm going to read. Um, it's actually easier to read someone that I don't know. I remember the very first, um, live show that I did some years ago was a charity event and it was here in Thurless. It was in a big theater and there was over 200 tickets sold. And I tell you, I was shaking in my boots. 
But when I go somebody else, and if I'm on a stage in front of 200 people, it doesn't cost me a thought because I don't know anybody in the audience. You're better off not to know people. Okay. So, yeah. So the psychic is just about reading your aura. It's reading your energy. Now, when the medium is reading you, they're looking to connect with your loved ones. Okay. So they're going a bit deeper or a bit higher or, or whatever you might want to say. Um, but they're going deeper into your energy. I'm sorry, my phone was ringing in the background. Um, they're going deeper into your energy. Okay. Um, to what we call the etheric aura. And this is where all the information about you is stored, but it's at a higher level. Okay. It's at a much higher level than, um, than a psychic would read you at. So I'm trying to cut this call off. Uh, someone's determined to get through to me. They're obviously not listening to my podcast. Oh, thank you, Catherine. Catherine's saying that she got a reading from me before and that I was spot on with everything, even to dates. Oh, that's good to hear, Catherine. And, you know, it's so nice of you to actually come on and say that because it's not, um, I don't want to know what's going on with me. I want to know what's going on to you with you, Shorty. I don't know who Shorty is. <laughs> you might be on the wrong channel. Um, but, you know, it, it's not easy to come out and say that you've had a reading because, you know, I know not everybody believes in it. Um, Lauren, I'll do some readings in a few minutes. I, won't, I don't charge for live readings. We'll just pull cards. Okay. Um, what was I going to say to you is, yeah, we were talking about the etheric aura. Everything about you is stored in your etheric aura. Okay. And when your loved ones are coming through from spirit, okay, this is something that I teach in my program. They connect with your etheric aura, your medium connects with your etheric aura, and that's where the communication takes place. It's like a telephone exchange. Okay. That's the best way that I can put it. Okay. So sometimes you will get a psychic, um, that, you know, will will get some information and they'll think that they're connecting with spirit, but sometimes they'll read what's going on for you, you know, what you know. Um, and that's why it's very hard for mediums to read for themselves. Like when I connect with my loved ones in spirit, I get them to knock on the table or I get them to move something or tap on something because I know so much about who I, you know, who I've lost that, um, you know, there's nothing I'd be able to tell myself that would make me believe that I'm really connecting with them, except to get them to make noise while they're here. So um, I would go to somebody else for a reading. So what I do is I have a friend who's a medium and, and, and we'll swap, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do a swap. I'll read for her, she'll read for me. And um, so I'm not saying that the psychics are wrong to do that. I'm not at all. But you have to make sure that they're getting it directly from the spirit world, you know. And sometimes some of the information, I'm laughing because I actually did a reading for somebody, a mediumship reading for somebody today. And I'm like, I'm saying to this um, lady that, I, that that's in spirit, you know, um, she's just gone three years. And she was talking uh, to her daughter. And she said to me, tell my daughter that she needs to buy herself a new pillow. And um, I'm like, I can't say that to her. I said, that's just the most random thing you'd ever say to somebody. And she said, no, no, tell her, tell her. So I said to her, I says, your mom says you need a new pillow. And she just started laughing. And she said, I've had a pain in my neck. She said, I've been giving out about my pillow, she said, and I just haven't gone and bought a new one. Um, so there's always something, you know, that's going on for you that the, the loved one in spirit would be able to tell. And it might be just the most random kind of thing. It doesn't have to be a massive life-changing message. The point of mediumship is to let people know that your loved ones aren't dead, okay? It's, it's, it's about letting you know that life continues after death. Okay. And there was several other bits and pieces, you know, in there. And I do remember as well, um, it must be a couple of years ago now, I read for um, a young man who'd lost his dad and um, his dad told him, and I thought this was in, in the most kind of, you know, normal way that you'll never fill your dad's shoes. And I said it to him, I said, your dad says you'll never fill his shoes. And he started laughing. And as it happened, um, 
that he'd worn his father's shoes to a wedding he had to go to, but they were way too big for him. He had to wear three pairs of socks. And I thought it was, you know, like the father saying, you know, you'll never be me, but it was actually literally that he wouldn't fill his shoes. So, you know, these are all things that you get from a medium that like, I couldn't do that for my own loved ones because I know what's going on around me. Right. So you have to get that from somebody else. You really, really do. Oh, Colette, Colette's telling me her mom's anniversary is tomorrow. Um, you, you got a reading of me a few weeks ago. Colette, hey, Colette, how are things? Um, let me come back to you. I just wanted to, um, to, you know, I like to try and give some value. And with the psychic side, the psychic side is all about you. It's what's going on for you. And sometimes during a mediumship reading, we can slip into the psychic but it's experience that tells you the difference. You know, it's just experience. That's all it is. So, um, so I might slip into psychic and then I'll say to the person, okay, I'm leaving your loved one for a second. I'm going to talk about you. And I'd always make the difference and let them know, okay, I'm gone to psychic now, but I come back to mediumship in a few minutes. Okay. So they're very, very different. Does this make sense? And we've got a few people on um, Podbean and we've also got a, a number of people here on TikTok. Does it make sense um, what I'm saying to you about the difference between a psychic and a medium? Okay. Um, I'm going to just decline that for a minute. Whoever's looking to come live. I want to make sure that I get through this content first. Okay. So does that make sense? So when you're going to a psychic, you're talking about, thank you. So when you're going to a psychic, you're talking about um, having yourself read. It's what's going on in life. You're having your tarot cards read, your tea leaves, your palm readings, your crystal balls, you know, whatever. Okay. When I was a little girl and I used to read people psychically, I mean, my grandmother taught me to read tea leaves. Okay. Cause she read tea leaves and her mother, my great grandmother, who was still alive when I was born, she used to read, um, palms. Okay. And her mother, my great, great grandmother, she used to read stones, which is a really old way of, um, of reading. And so each of us learned. So my great, great grandmother taught my great grandmother to read. My great grandmother taught my grandmother to read and my grandmother taught me to read. Okay. So we all read the same way, but we used different tools. And when I was a little girl, I could never get the tea leaves. They just didn't do it for me. So I always um, just read people without anything. And when I started reading publicly, uh, I say a few years ago, I use that term loosely. Um, you know, I didn't actually used to use anything. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mary. Mary's live on Podbean and she's just telling me that her birthday was the 13th of September and her mom's birthday was the 14th of September. And this is the first year they didn't get to share a birthday cake together. I'm so sorry to hear that, Mary. Yes. Um, somebody else is saying sending lots of love. Definitely. Um, lots, lots of love there. Um, and you know, it's funny because it's so common, really. Um, I didn't realize it. I always thought my mother was born the day after her mother's birthday. And then my son was born the day after my birthday. So um, it's, <sighs> thank you, heartbroken. Oh, God, love you. Um, Anyway, sorry, I keep getting uh, distracted by the comments. I should have somebody else here to help me out. But um, what was I saying before then? Hey, Tina. Oh, you do not. Thank you, Lauren. So it is making sense what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So when I was a little girl, I used to read people without anything. And this is what I'm, I'm saying. And this is what I was saying when I was on, on Canadian television as well, that um. I used to read people around anything. They didn't trust it. People didn't trust that what I was telling them was right. They still don't. I'll talk about that in a minute. But people didn't trust that what I was telling them was right. They said, have you got something that I can see? And I'd be like, okay, well, do you read the cards or something? And they were no, but I want to see them. So I went and I bought myself a deck of tarot cards. I'd never read tarot cards before. Okay. And um, I actually went up to the Mind Body Spirit Show in Dublin this must be about 15, 16 years ago, even more. And um, I spent the whole day going around and I was so nervous because I'd never read tarot cards before. And I went around to every stall in the hall and the RDS in Dublin is, is, is large. Okay. 
and I went around holding every deck of tarot cards because if you're planning on going buying tarot cards for yourself guys don't buy them off the internet you have to hold them they have to give you a feeling you have to feel the cards okay I've held a deck of tarot cards and I've nearly passed out okay so if it almost felt like I was kicked in the in, in the chest by a horse that's the way it felt so you get this overwhelming feeling and you know they're going to work for you so I came home and the first thing I did was I, I I put the book in the fire. Okay. I'm not a book person. I'm not a book tarot person. I'm not a book reader. I'm definitely with intuition. Okay. And that's what my nan used to say to me. God rest her soul. She used to say to me, you know, trust your gut girl. If you listen to your gut, you'll never be wrong. And that's what I do. And sometimes in readings, people will say, no, that's not right. That's not going to happen um but you know once you trust yourself so for example I actually had um I wouldn't say I had an argument with a, a lady but I did read for a lady in Donegal once and um, I was in a hotel in Donegal and I'd done a show the night before and I did a reading for her and um so in this reading I told her that her partner was cheating on her Okay. And I was told that he was the most wonderful man that I would ever meet. I don't know, maybe it was um, Northern Ireland. It might not have been Donegal, actually. Anyway, it doesn't matter where. It was a few years ago. And um, she said that he was the most loyal, the most trustful, and all the rest of it. And I said, Well, look, I can only tell you what I feel. And this is what I feel from him. Okay. And, um, well, she got up and she said, I'm not paying you for that tripe. And I said, well, that's fine. I said, I'll let you go without paying if you promise me one thing. And she said, what? And I said, well, I said, when you catch him cheating on you, which you will very shortly, I said, you have to promise that you'll contact me and pay me then. And she said, it never happened. And she walked out and this was either the Thursday or the Friday. And she rang me on the Monday. She caught him on the Sunday. Okay. So sometimes people won't believe you anyway. Okay. And that's going to happen. You all have, um, oh, thank you so much, Miss Laufey. She says, I seem really, um, really comforting. <laughs> I think I've got that voice that'll put you to sleep. So if ever um, you're having trouble sleeping, please do put on one of my <laughs> podcasts. You'll have no problem um so yeah so sometimes you know and even when I do numerology and numerology is scientific you know um some of you might remember learning Pythagoras's theorems at school um I still remember them god love me um we had them drummed into us by a sister Leo I went to a convent school and I'll never forget sister Leo drumming the the theorems into us but I do Pythagorean numerology okay so when you get a psychic reading from me it's not just the cards I also give a three-year forecast so I give you a month-by-month -month forecast of what's coming up each month for the coming three years and even I tell you my husband did it to me when I um I believed everything you said stuff has already happened Claire thank you so much for saying that it's really really nice of you to come on and say that it's not easy um sorry Claire is joining us on TikTok I've got some people on podcast and I've got some people on TikTok and Claire had a reading for me and she's saying it's all coming true already um but yeah people will say even my husband did and I tell this to people when they're asking me is that numerology real okay yes and my husband will not start the, he will not go to the 1st of January without his numerology forecast. Um, I have to have it done for him for Christmas every year. So what happened was I studied numerology in London some years ago. I'm trying to think. I don't, I'm not sure where we even married at the time. We might have been newly married. But I went to London to study numerology. And I came back and I did a five-year forecast for him, right? So um, it, on this forecast, it said it was about, you know, two and a half years, say, from the time that we had where we were when I'd done it and I'd given it to him. So it said in about two and a half years, it had basically said that he would be, he wouldn't be out of work, but that the company that he was working for wouldn't be there anymore. And, but he would be the only one that would still have a job. He would be fine. And he basically threw it back at me and he said, that's not going to happen. He said, my company's in Ireland for 50 years. They're not going anywhere, blah, 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 blah. And I said, fine. So he never looked at it again. And I thought this numerology is a whole load of wishwash. <laughs> and um, about just over two years later, he came walking in the door from work. And he said, um, where's that numbers report thing you did for me a couple of years ago? 
And I was like, why? What's after happening? And they were called into work that day and they were told that the company was for sale. But if it didn't sell within three months, that um, if it didn't sell within three months, that they were pulling out of Ireland anyway. Um, and this was the day he came home from work after they were told that. But luckily, they ended up pulling out of Ireland. And luckily, at the time, he was subcontracted to somebody else who um, he was still working for afterwards. So there was a lot of redundancies there. So it worked out. OK, so I find the numerology hugely, hugely accurate. And the reason for anybody who ever considers going for psychic reading, the reason that I do the numerology, OK, I only forecast on long term readings is because when you go to a psychic for a card reading, okay, you will get very accurate information. Cards are very specific, okay? They will tell you what's going to happen and when it's going to happen, okay? Whereas the numerology will tell you the best time to do something. So um, when I'm reading tarot cards, I'll tell you that something's going to happen. So I might say to you, for example, I'm not saying this to anybody now, but I might say to you, for example, that you're going to fall down the stairs in November. You're going to um, maybe break both of your ankles and, um, you know, you're going to be off work for three months. OK, so if I said that to you in a tarot card reading, what's the first thing you would do? You'd move your bed downstairs and you wouldn't walk upstairs for the whole month. Isn't that true? And you take the lift everywhere that you were visiting and you'd avoid stairs like the plague. So you can change it. And that's the point of a psychic reading. It's to tell you what's coming up so that you can actually change it. If you know what's happening, it gives you control. But everything you change about your reading changes your future. So if you don't fall downstairs, if you make it so you don't fall downstairs, well, then, you know, obviously you won't have to go to hospital. You won't have to take time off work. You won't have to have maybe an operation or physiotherapy or whatever you might have to have. You know, you won't be filling out insurance forms depending on where you fell. You know, so there's lots of different things that you would change, which would have effects on other parts of your life as well. So if you don't have to take time off work, your career or your pay isn't affected. OK, so there's lots. um there's there's lots that you know it's is changed with everything you've changed so by the time you've changed two or three things about your card reading you've changed your future and people get to maybe about you know six eight nine months after a tarot card reading and they find that it's become defunct because they've made changes based on the information that i you know i've given them or some other psychic has given them so um at that point I don't want to make anybody dependent on having a psychic reading. Okay. I don't. Um, that's why I decided to go down the route of giving them a numerology report. So when you get to the point where you feel that the tarot card reading has now become defunct, then you still have the numerology to lean on for another two and a half years. Okay. So you get a lot of information and, you know, trust me, I believe so much. I check my own numerology every single month. Okay. And it's yet to let me down. It really gives me guidance on what I should or shouldn't be doing. Okay. So I really, really enjoy it. Um, so let's see. Welcome Marcus. I see you there. Is it true or false with the psychic reading? You can't tell anyone bad things. Okay, Lauren. So I can tell you bad things if I want to tell you bad things, okay? Things like falling down the stairs or maybe crashing your car or whatever, or maybe your partner cheating on you, they're all bad things. So I guess what you're trying to ask is, uh, would I tell somebody that they're going to die or something like that? Would that be true? Um, and what I'd say to you is that's information that we'd rarely get, okay? Because there's nothing you can do about that. If it's your time, it's your time. And, you know, I had a good friend who was training to be a medium. She hadn't yet given up her full time job, but she was hoping to. And we were on a training course together in, in London. I still go on training courses. Nobody knows everything. And we were on a training course together um, at a college in London. They call it Hogwarts. It's officially called the Arthur Findlay College of Mediumship. And, you know, we did all kinds of things together. We did seances. We did automatic writing. We did trans mediumship. We did the whole lot. And um, there was not one sign that week 
that anything was going to happen. But we came home um, after St. Patrick's Day. We were over there for St. Patrick's Day and we flew home the following weekend. And bless her heart, she died on the 12th of April. Completely random. She was at work. She got a bleed on the brain. She went unconscious and never woke up again. Okay. God love her. She was 41 years old. Um, so, you know, there was a room full of mediums and, you know, teaching mediums as well and trans mediums and evidential mediums and all kinds of mediums there. But nobody knew because there was nothing we could do about it. It was her time. So I say to people, don't worry. I do. I ask everybody at the beginning of every reading that if something comes up, do they want to know? Okay. I will always ask that. But, um, you know, um, I told this story maybe last week. It's probably in the um, the replay, but just very quickly. And I know, I happen to know, because I've asked her before, that Jane doesn't mind me. Um, she's not on tonight. She has been on here. But um, I read for a lady, okay, and this was like, I'm trying to think, oh, her son must be passed. I think she said it was six years ago now. And I went and I read her. It must be seven or eight years ago when I read her. And um, I read, I did a mediumship reading for her and her mother. And I went to their house. Her mother um, wasn't very mobile at the time, but she was fine. She's since passed. But um, I was doing a reading for them. And, and as it happened, the house that they were living in was really old. It had been in the family for generations. So we got an awful lot of spirit in. But um, I met this lady well over a year after um, I'd read for her in the supermarket. Okay. And she came over and she said to me, you won't remember me. She said, but you did a reading for me. And I remember faces, but I don't remember names. And I said, I said, I remember your face, but I wouldn't remember anything that I said to you. And she said to me that when I read for them that day, that before I left the house, I said to her that somebody in the family, um, was going to be ill. Okay. And I said to her that somebody was going to be prescribed a second lot of antibiotics for an infection. And I told her that they, she wasn't to accept the second lot of antibiotics, that she was to insist that this person get referred. And she said to me as well, she said, you know, I assumed you meant my mother or my father or whatever, because they were elderly. And as it happened, um, a few months after the reading, maybe about three or four months, her 17 year old son came in and he came into her in the kitchen and he said, ma'am, I went back to the doctor today, he said, because my sinus infection still hasn't cleared up. He said, and he gave me more antibiotics. And she said to me, um, the minute he said it, she said, I remembered exactly what you said. And my stomach dropped and she rang the doctor and she said to the doctor, that she didn't want him to have a second lot of antibiotics. She wanted him referred. The doctor said he was fine. It was just a stubborn infection. And she said she wanted him referred. So cut a long story short, it turned out that Jean's son, Michael, had cancer. Um, if she was here, which it's a pity she's not, she would tell you the exact form of cancer. Um, it's not that common. And it was in his sinus. Okay. So he was only 17 years old. So my, and he just turned 17 at this point. Um, Michael passed away two weeks after his 18th birthday. And um, she put her arms around me in the middle of the supermarket. And she said to me, Sandy, she said, I got a year with my son. And I, I cry saying this because I have a son and I just couldn't imagine. But she said to me, Sandy, I got a year with my son that I would never have got if I hadn't met you, she said, and I'll always be thankful. And as a psychic and as a medium, I have to say, I to this day, I don't remember saying those words to her, but she taught me everything that I said, because sometimes I'm also a trans medium. And I'll explain that very quickly in a second. But sometimes words come out of my mouth and I haven't even, you know, when you're talking and you process what you're saying in your head. And I hadn't even heard these words in my mouth. They just come out. And that happens quite often during a reading because it's almost like my body's taken over by somebody. I do a lot of, well, I used to do an awful lot more healing. Um, I do trans healing as well. But trans mediumship is like when a spirit 
um, takes over your body. So I'm sure everybody has everybody seen the film Ghost. Has anybody seen the film Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore? It's an old movie. I think it's like 1989 or 1990 or something. Okay, I'm showing my age now. Um, I was a teenager in my defense. Um, but in that film Ghost, yes, Mary has seen it. In that film Ghost, um, there's a point where Whoopi Goldberg as the medium allows Patrick Swayze into her body so he can use his body, her body to give me a cuddle and a dance okay so that's called trans mediumship so where the medium allows the spirit into their body and so they will talk and you know do things you know make actions like not not dirty or anything but you know they will um do actions with their hands or maybe walk around the room or whatever but it's actually the spirit that's controlling the body not necessarily the um the medium okay and everything generally that's said in that session um everything that's said in that session i don't remember so sometimes if i have somebody with me you know i'll get them to record it but i actually did a demonstration of trans mediumship in um it's nobody on from toronto is there i did um a demonstration of trans mediumship in it's called the queen elizabeth center um in queen elizabeth exhibition center i think it's called in toronto canada and i did um i did a demonstration of trans mediumship there and i was very nervous because i was on my own i don't like being hypnotized or i don't like like i don't drink alcohol so i don't like that feeling of not being in control of my body so generally when i'm doing trans mediumship i'll have someone there just to make sure that nothing bad happens but i was on my own in canada for this trip and i did it and you know what um it just i can't even explain to you the feeling I was getting phone calls from people for months afterwards telling me things that I had said to them during that session. Um, and, you know, they were so amazed by what had happened or what had come true and everything. But I don't remember a word of it, not one word to this day. Um, hello, everybody. So I know, sorry, I, <laughs> I do talk a lot. I know people are waiting for me to do some cards. I have no problem doing some cards. But before I do some cards, does anybody have any questions that they want to ask me either about an experience that you had i can't bring people on live on tiktok but you can definitely type in your question i don't know how to do them there might be a way of doing it i don't know how to do it i can definitely bring people on live on um i can definitely bring people on live on podbean if anybody wants to ask a question about you know was something a psychic experience or was it a um a mediumship experience if you have anything that you want to ask before I do some cards for you. No, no questions. I don't know. Does that mean that um, it depends on whether I get Lauren is asking me, am I doing medium readings also? It depends on whether or not I get a medium reading. So if I get a medium reading, of course, I'll bring them through. Why not? It just depends. Does that mean that I, that I really explain myself right? That nobody has any questions or that you just really don't care? God knows. God knows. So let me tell you what kind of cards I have then. Oh, thank you. Um, I, 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 all I can see is YKVZP whatever for your name. So I can't even use your name, but thank you for such a nice comment. Um, okay. So the way I do cards when I do lives is, oh, Olive. Hey, Olive. <laughs> Thanks for joining in. So guys, the way that I do cards is this. I have two decks here much to the dismay of uh, Doreen Virtue because she doesn't sell these um, angel cards anymore. But I do have, well, these are Oracle cards, okay? And I have Celtic Tarot that I use, okay? So if someone asks me a specific question, um, I use Tarot, okay? If you really want a specific answer, you know, to a question, it's Tarot. If you just ask, can I have a card, then I use the angel cards, okay? Um, angel cards are always really nice, but if you want an answer, it's generally the tarot, okay? Now, I will say to you, and people, um, I see there's a couple of tarot readers on, I, um, I never read a book on tarot. I just haven't. I read them from my intuition more than anything else, okay? Um, so, for example, Margaret Lee wants to know if she'll get a job soon. 
Well, there's a specific question, okay? So what I do is, when I'm not dropping the cards, which I've just done, I just shuffle the cards until one pops out. <clears throat> um, and that's the way that I work. Let's have a look and see if there's a job coming up for, oh, there you go, Margaret Lee. Okay, Margaret, so the first thing that I will say to you is that you're looking in the wrong area. You're pigeonholing yourself. So in, in your psyche, um, Margaret, you're thinking, this is what I do and this is what I'm looking for. Okay, you've got to think outside the box. So as long as you're pigeonholing yourself, you're definitely not going to find a job and definitely not going to find a job where you're going to be happy. Okay, and I've been told here that you're... Um, I wouldn't say afraid of retraining, but definitely maybe not wanting to go into training for something different or whatever. And it says here that you don't have to. You just need to have a little bit of confidence. Okay. So as soon as you start looking outside of the box, if you know what I mean by that. So for example, if I'm, I don't know, if I'm a hairdresser, for example, and I only look for jobs doing hair. Okay. Well, I, I might get a job, but I might not enjoy it. But if I look for a job, maybe as a carer, I don't know, I'm making this up as I go along. I'm trying to tell you what I mean. If I look for a job, maybe as a carer or as a personal assistant to somebody, you know, making sure one person looks good every day. Well, you know, it's slightly outside the box of what I do, but, I, I, you know, I'm more likely to get a job because I'm opening up paths, you know, new paths for me. And what you want is to open up um, some new paths for you, if that makes sense. Okay. Okay, so let's have a look. I'm going to come back. Don't worry. I want to ask, um, I want to do an angel card for Mary, who's on Podbean. Okay, so let's see an angel card. Oh, here we go. I know you can't see me, Mary, but that one just popped out hugely for you. Okay, so what we've got here, Mary, is um, the need for some self-care, okay? So it's definitely some healing that needs to be done. And now I'm, it's just dawning on me when you um, when I'm reading it that you told me that your mum's passed not even quite a year, okay? So there's that. Now, there's a lot of your chakras that could do some work. I don't know if any uh, Reiki healers or Rehani healers or anything, I don't do the healing anymore. But um, I don't know if they're seeing people in person anymore. But there's definitely some blockage in the heart chakra, also in the solar plexus, okay? Um, so you're not trusting yourself. You're not allowing yourself to move on here. And you're also not looking forward, Mary, okay? So lift that chin up. Keep looking forward. There's there's really good things coming. And one thing, um, I do know Mary. I should be totally honest. I Well, I only know Mary from doing live um, broadcasts on Facebook, but I do happen to know that Mary's a paranormal investigator. But I'm being told here that you're not investigating your own mediumship abilities enough. Okay. So as well as that, the crown chakra needs to be much more open than you've allowed it to be this past while. And I understand that you've been hurting. I understand that there's, you know, been a lot going on um, with um surrounding the death of your mom. Okay. So allow yourself to heal. No problem. I'll have come back to you in a second. Um, allow yourself to heal before you start making plans, okay? Um, because you're not necessarily looking at what's coming up. You're looking at where you've been. And while you're doing that, you can't make plans for the future. Okay. I hope that makes sense. Okay. So um, just this one popped up. Will I meet somebody romantically soon? Went to you before and loved it. So accurate. Thank you so much, Grania. So will you meet somebody romantically soon? Is there anybody in here that wants to meet Grania? <laughs> Let's see. I'll just keep an eye on the time because I think we have to keep the lives to one hour. So I want to make sure that I don't go over. Okay, you're more than welcome, Mary, and I'm going to come back to you in a minute, Olive. Okay, so Grania, the first thing that I'll say to you is, okay, while I know personally meeting somebody is very important to you, I'm being told here that you need to concentrate on yourself first, okay? And, you know, I don't mean that in a bad way. It's not to say that it's not necessarily the right time for you to meet somebody. But, you know, sometimes we need to spend time on ourselves. So whether, you know, you've actually maybe just come out of a relationship or, um, you know, whether you've had a lot going on in life, sometimes we need time to regroup and to find out who we are. You know what I use as an example sometimes? If you've ever seen the movie um, Runaway Bride with Julia Roberts, okay, there's a scene at the end of that movie, um, he says to her that she doesn't even know 
what kind of eggs she likes because it depends who she's with. So if she's with a guy that likes scrambled eggs, she'll eat scrambled eggs. If she's with a guy that likes poached eggs, she'll eat poached eggs. So my point is that sometimes we just need to be on our own for a while so that we know who we are when we're not in a relationship. Okay. And there's a little bit of that going on for you. Okay. That you need to know who you are because don't forget that when you go into a relationship, a relationship is two individuals that are having a relationship with each other. We don't necessarily morph into one being like Brangelina or I can't think um, who's, who was Jennifer Lopez going out with. And there was some um, morphed thing there as well, wasn't there? But um, so we don't morph into one like supernatural human being like that. So you do need to spend a little bit of time by yourself before you, um, you know, you start to get into it with somebody. But let me see. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, the other thing that I will say to you, and I hate to um, sound like I'm really down on you, but um, you wouldn't like, I know you wouldn't like necessarily to be judged on how somebody, you know, treated you in the past. So therefore, you know, just because maybe somebody let you down in the past or wasn't what you expected them to be, you know, um, don't judge everybody on one other person. Okay. Um, you know, I can see it here that there was some disappointment in the past, but it doesn't mean that everybody's going to treat you like that. What that was for you, that was an experience that you needed to have so that you would appreciate Mr. Wright when he does arrive. And let me see. So that, and it doesn't mean, just because those two cards come up first, doesn't mean that you're not gonna meet anybody. It just means that you're to enjoy this time, okay? Every day of life should be enjoyed. I know it might seem like forever. Hang on. I know there's someone here for you. I might have to go, oh. Hold on, we saw that one jump in. Okay, so there is going to be someone for you, okay? But I'm going to disappoint you now, and I'm going to say it's more likely to be next autumn. Not this autumn, but autumn of 2022 before this person comes into your life, okay? I will tell you that there will be somebody before then, but this is not going to be your forever relationship. So enjoy it for what it is, okay? And, you know, enjoy your few dates and whatever. But the person that you will have the long-term romantic relationship with won't come into your life until next autumn. I'm sorry that it seems so far away. Okay. Will my paid employment opportunities broaden in the next year or so? Let's have a look, Olive, and see. Will they broaden? Let's have a look. Sometimes, you know, with, with questions, and you know, like that one that I just answered for that lady, um, you know, it's not just, you know, a question that maybe one card can answer. Sometimes, you know, you need more. And if ever somebody asks me a question on here that I would need, um, you know, to do a full spread for i'll just tell them that i can't do it because so you have to be realistic with what you can do online so olive so what i've got here for you is okay so you're going to come ahead when i say this okay i would obviously like to see the full spread of this but i am being told that there was an opportunity um that you let pass you by okay now opportunities come and go in life okay i'm not berating you for letting it pass you by but sometimes we're not always we don't always have an open mind to see that this is the opportunity that we've been waiting for okay um it's like when we're waiting for a sign from spirit okay it doesn't always happen like that and you know this kind of the two cards that come out kind of tell me the same thing you've actually not been open to receive this opportunity okay and i know that sounds strange Okay. What I mean by that is for some reason, maybe you were needed more at home with the family. You know, maybe you, you weren't ready to take on extra responsibility, but for that reason, you know, you, your psyche just didn't accept the opportunities that were passing by. Okay. So I would just say that it's time for you to really think about, are you on the right path? Are you looking in the right area? Okay, because if subconsciously you're turning away these opportunities, then it seems to me that your head isn't in the right place and you need to have a good look at what area, um, you know, you need to be in. Yeah, no problem, Olive. You're more than welcome. I hope that makes sense to you. Okay. Oh, God, Lauren. Um, so, guys, Lauren is just sharing with us. No problem, Olive. And you know where I am? 
Uh, will things get better in my life? My partner took his life April this year, left me and my one-year-old son. Oh, Lauren, I wish I could say something that was really going to make this much easier for you, but there just aren't words that can take that pain away. Okay. Um, can I just ask you, Lauren, um, this might not be for you. Was your partner 27 years old? Yeah, it's, it's tough when you hear something like that, isn't there? Are you still with us, Lauren? He was 24. He was a little younger. Okay. It's, it's hard to do the mediumship like this. Okay. Because I don't have much energy. Um, I, I, since I, I, I decorated my office, I haven't been able to find my glasses, so I can't even see the picture, your profile picture. Um, I can just about see your name, Lauren. Okay. Um, I just want to see if I can get him through. Lauren, and if everybody would else would just listen, just in case it's actually not Lauren that I'm connecting with. Um, I, I do feel like I've got a younger male. I was getting the age 27, but sometimes I can be a little bit out. Um, does it make sense to you, Lauren, that somebody that your partner knew had passed away? I want to say maybe about 15 or 16 months before he before your partner himself passed. Does that make sense? You're getting a lot of love here, Lauren, I can tell you. Hey, Rebecca, just go onto my website, sandyburn.com. Yeah, you think so. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to describe this to you, Lauren, so bear with me. Um, is there a photograph of your partner? You know when you're messing around and someone snaps a, snaps a shot? Okay, and I you can see these really thin legs. I'm sure he's 24 years old. I think most of um most 24 year old guys have like really thin little pencil legs. Um, but it's like he's wearing black jeans and a black sweatshirt jumper with like white writing on it. So maybe some kind of logo or slogan on the front. But it's like he's standing on one leg. You you can see me on TikTok. I'm kind of going on one leg and I've got two arms up in the air. So it's like he's he's messing around. Does this um does this photograph sound familiar to you? Yeah, poor. And I think it's the one year old son. I think that everybody, um, you know, really um, it it gets to everybody's heart. He always wore black ripped jeans. Yeah, I can see the little skinny legs. So um, he keeps showing me this photo, and what he's saying when he's showing me this photo is that this is the way he wants to be remembered. So obviously, you know, um, it's very difficult at the moment and it's it's very early days because, um, you know, he's not that long past. Um, so it's going to be very difficult. But to think, you know, it's going to be very difficult for you to remember back to the good times. And there were obviously good times. Okay. So I get the, the black jeans, but I'm also seeing the black um, kind of sweatshirt jumper. You know, the ones that are almost like, like the top of a tracksuit jumper, if that makes sense. And it's got some kind of a logo or some white writing on the front. And um, he's smiling and he's messing around and he's saying, this is me. This is the me that nobody had seen for about three years before I left. Okay. And he's telling me that he had changed and he had become more moody. Um, okay. Now, I know you're telling me that you have a young son. Has your son had problems with his stomach? I feel like there's some stomach issues or maybe he's just been sick recently. It's like he's telling me that um, he's been watching over his little boy because there's some stomach issues there. And all of a sudden I get this really sharp pain in my stomach like I want to be sick. Okay. And he's telling me that he's, he's looking out for um, your little boy. He was sick a few weeks ago. So the reason that they give this kind of information is just so that you know that he's been around. It's not necessarily that he's trying to give out that his son was sick or anything. It's just that he wants you to know that he's been around. Okay. And that he sees what's going on. Okay. In life. Okay. Um, 
Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Okay. The reason I'm laughing is because he tells me that um, you're much better at controlling the energy around you than he is. And he tells me that you left somebody knocking at the door because you just couldn't be bothered listening to their rubbish. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, so he just says, you know, that um, he wants, he, he wishes that he was able to deal with energy around him, the negative things in the way that you are. Okay. And he says that you always, <laughs> she's going, ha ah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he said that you're so able to deal with these things. He wishes he was that strong. Um, I don't want to get into too personal stuff on, on a live program, but know that he's around you. Okay. And um, Lauren, when you win the front door of your home, there's a door to the left and he tells me that he sits in there and watches. It's like he watches people coming and going. Does that make sense? It's like this just, um, you come in the front door, you go in the door to the left inside the front door. And he says he sits there and he watches people coming and going. So I, I don't know if you if you heard that, but um, he tells me that he does watch you and that he's he's trying to watch out for you. OK. In the cupboard. <laughs> oh, bless him. Is there no is there some kind of chair or something there? Because he tells me that's where he sits. OK. Hey, Cynthia, thanks for joining on TikTok. Okay, so there's um so Lauren, I hope that helps a little bit just to know that he's around and that he is watching. It's a shelf. So he's like the you know those things you buy at Christmas, the little elf on the shelf. You can think of him as the little elf on the shelf, okay? And Lauren, you know what this sometimes means that he's sitting there looking at you? Would you just check the shelf? There might be a picture of him there. And you might say hello to this picture every time you go in and out the door, and that might be what he means. Okay. So that's my might be what he means by him sitting there on the shelf. Okay. Um, what was I going to say to you was, I hope that helps somehow just to know that he's around. Okay. I just want to answer a question. I have um, somebody here called the only crazy lady on Podbean. And she's saying that she feels somebody around, um, but doesn't know who. Okay. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to come back to that Tracy Allen question because that's funny. Okay. I'll come back to you in one second. So, you know, when I feel sometimes like there's somebody around, okay, I, you know, have you asked them for any sign? Okay. Um, I did a webinar there on the 22nd of August. I do one every few weeks. You might consider joining into some. And I talk a lot about, you know, how to recognize the signs and how to, to find out, you know, who it is that's around you. But I would say ask them questions, ask them for specific signs. OK, now, as I say, it is very difficult to connect with um, with uh, spirit, you know, when you haven't got any energy to connect with. And as I was saying to somebody before, I don't know where you hear um, Olive was saying is an excellent webinar. Thank you so much, Olive. Um, I don't have your real name and I don't have a picture of you or anything to connect with or your voice or anything like that. So it's pretty impossible. I can see that there's something in your profile picture, but as I said, I've lost my glasses, so I can't actually make it. It's only a tiny little thumbnail, so I can't make it out. So I would need something. So what I was doing when I was trying, when I was connecting with Lauren was I was focusing on her name and calling her, them through. You don't think they belong to me. Yeah, but there's ways that you can actually sort that out. And there's ways that you can, um, there's ways that you can find out and ask them questions and get them to give you specific signs. Okay. So, um, you know, even simple little things like, oh, do you know what I love to do for this is table tipping. Um, we might talk about the different ways of connecting or of bringing energy through sometimes, but table tipping is brilliant for getting this kind of information and about asking them who they actually belong to. But, you know, sometimes maybe before you go to bed, maybe leave, if you have a very flat surface, maybe leave a marble on this surface and um, put a piece of paper with yes on it and a piece of paper with no on it. And then ask a question or leave another piece of paper with a question written on it and ask them to move. Or you could use an upside down glass or anything. So ask them, you know, during the night, maybe to move the glass or something like this. Or, you know, say to them, like, there must be something that's making you feel that they're around. 
Okay, so you you'd have to ask them to give you signs. Like for example, I was here on somebody's anniversary there during the summer, and a butterfly just flew into my office here and landed on the wall over here. And I just said in my head, I said, well, if you're this person that I think you are, go to this wall over here. And that second, they just the butterfly flew up, flew around my head and landed on the wall behind me. Okay, so ask them, ask them to give you signs. Okay, they will. Um, But if you're feeling, you know, people that don't belong to you, you might want to deepen your connection to the spirit world a little bit more. I'm doing another webinar this Sunday evening. And it's going to talk about bringing mediumship into your everyday life and things that you can do to strengthen your connection. It's completely free. So just go onto my website, click on the free webinar link, and you'll be able to book a place. Okay, somebody asked me there a minute ago um, if their mother was haunting them. Okay, it depends on what you mean by haunt. Um, oh, somebody's saying they have a reading with me for Christmas. Great, looking forward to meeting you. Um, why would your mother haunt you if by haunting you mean is mom around well then yes okay but if you if you were thinking you know is she being mean to you in some way you know i mean unless you had a mother that was doing that in life but even still i don't believe in negative energy in that way okay i just don't um my belief of it is and i have a very short video on my youtube channel um, that I, I believe that any evil, oh, I'm going to have to go off in offline and Podbean in a second, um, guys. Let me just go offline and Podbean because I'm going to get cut off because I'm over my hour. Um, thank you for joining if you're on um, Podbean. Um, if you want to continue um, chatting just for a few minutes more, please do come on to my TikTok channel. I'll be live here for another five or ten minutes. And um, other than that, I will be back next week with another um, podcast. And please, guys, if there's some area of mediumship or psychic work in particular that you want me to talk about or explain or whatever, please just email me, come onto my Facebook page and, and drop me a message or on my TikTok or whatever. And um, I'd be more than happy, um, you know, to take suggestions for things that you want to talk about or areas that you're unsure of. So thanks very much, guys, for joining me live. I'm not going to stay on much longer on TikTok, but I will stay here to answer a couple of questions. And then I'll go to bed because I have readings very early in the morning. OK, um, I do days where I do Australia early some mornings and then I'll do other days where I'm doing like, you know, the, the West Coast of the States, like really late at night. So I have different days of the week where I do different areas. So, guys, thank you so much for joining. I see you coming in, Baram you um but we're just about to finish up and i will see you this will be live on spotify um i'll try and get it up later tonight so the replay will be on spotify amazon podcasts google whatever other ones there are um and you'll be able to listen back and i will see you next week at the same time so let me just say good night everybody discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world Good night.